Trials dark on every hand And we cannot understand All the ways that God would lead us To that blessed promised land But he'll guide us with his eye And we'll follow till we die We will understand it better by and by Oh, by and by Welcome to Truth Traveler. This is Brother Albert, and today I sit down with my lovely wife, Sister Julie. We're going to talk a little bit about those trials we go through. Sometimes it feels like we wonder where God is, but He's always there with us. We'll cover that here on Truth Traveler. Stay with us. folks, Brother Albert here for Kanon K. Kanon K means heart to heart in Haitian Creole. Kanon K is a 501c3 charitable organization, bridging the hearts of those more fortunate with those who are less fortunate in the island nation of Haiti. Kanon K provides meals, clean water, housing, education, clothing, and medical services for the underserved kids of Haiti. In addition to two fully functioning children's home complexes, a school for the local community, English as a second language classes, a place for the local neighborhood kids to come play after school with a soccer field, and a medical clinic, your support helps supply clean water to a local fishing village, a transition house for older kids stepping into adulthood, and support to many other local orphanages in the area. Your tax-deductible donation will go a long way to help make a difference for so many in Haiti. Learn more at kanonk.org. That's K-E-N-A-N-K-E dot org. Thank you. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are in this good planet. This is Brother Albert, and you've joined us here at the Truth Traveler podcast got a special surprise for you today. I'm here with my lovely wife, Julie. Say hi, Julie. (laughs) Hello, everyone. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the fact that we never walk alone. Um, Many times on this road of life, uh, we go through lots of things. Uh, Sometimes we'll go through some stuff, and uh, it's easy in our flesh to, uh, you know, not understand, you know, or think, you know, where's God, you know? Um, sometimes we feel like we're all alone and, uh, but we know through his word, uh, let me just read you Psalm 139 in the amplified version. Oh Lord, you have searched me thoroughly and have known me. You know, when I sit down and when I rise up my entire life, everything I do, you understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down and you're intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there is a word on my tongue, still unspoken, behold, O Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before, and you have placed your hand upon me. Such infinite knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high above me. I cannot reach it. Where can I go from your spirit? 
or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will take hold of me. God's word tells us that he is omnipresent. He's everywhere. There's no place that he's not. He sees everything, and it's a wonderful thing when you realize that how much he loves us. Yes. And uh, it's, it's just a great thing. It's uh, something that we need to be reminded of from time to time because in this life, you know, another scripture we're going to get to here in a little bit, uh, that we have trouble. We have a lot of trouble in this life. That's right. I know that... Um, uh, and another one here, First Peter uh, chapter 5, verse 7, the amplified version of that, says, Casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him, for he cares for you. Uh, that's something we got to keep in mind. Uh, he cares for us with his deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. And uh, I've got to thinking about these things and... Um, you know, this whole truth traveler idea that we're walking down this path of life. Um, you know, we, we learn things along the journey and, uh, sometimes right. we, you know, learn the hard way, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> but, um, what a beautiful promise we have though in that scripture, knowing that God of all creation cares yes. for us. Yes. He's he not a God afar off. He is as close as the mention of his name. Yes. He is as close as we allow him to be. He truly cares about us and what we face. He cared enough that he died for us. Yes. He's, Made the way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. When we couldn't do it ourselves. So uh, the big question, and uh, you hear this from uh, people who don't understand. You hear this from atheists all the time. You know, why all the bad things? Why do babies get born with, say, cancer and things? You know, how, how could your God who loves us, you know, how could he be and, and allow this to happen and everything? Um, why do bad things happen on us on this journey towards God? When God can do anything, Yes. you know, he's a God of miracles. Many times it seems he'd rather let us go through the storms of life than rather just take us around him or take the storms away. Right. You know, uh, you have some great... Uh, I won't say stories, they're actual testimonies of, you know, the things God has brought you th right. through. And so many times um, God allows us and even places and positions us on a path that we would not choose for ourselves. Um, it would be a path of pain or a path of loss. Um, but just as uh, like the butterfly to emerge from the cocoon, mm -hmm. the butterfly, there's a process. And for the wings to have the strength and the endurance that they need to fly, to be able to take the butterfly, to live, to have life, uh, they have to go through the struggle of breaking forth from the cocoon. If I want to, quote, help that butterfly and tear the cocoon to help it out, mm -hmm. I'm harming that butterfly because the wings will not have the strength that they need to fly on their own. Um, God has a plan and he has a purpose. And when we cannot see, that's when we trust him. That's when our faith, um, we can become bitter or we can become better. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when people are placed on a path of resistance and struggle or hardship, um, they seem to run away from God, where in fact we need to run to God. Amen. Um, 
just like the bow and the arrow. I love to use that illustration as well. The resistance, the tautness of the bow, the resistance of the bow determines the strength, then the force that the arrow is shot with. It would determine the how far that arrow goes. Um, so the greater the resistance, the greater the distance of the arrow. And it's the same thing spiritually. A lot of times, the greater resistance we have, we find ourselves being thrust into a place and a position where we have to rely on God. We know we need God. We know we trust God. And we know we have faith in God. But when you are placed in a position that you have to trust God, when you get that medical diagnosis, when you get that phone call, when you have facing that financial crisis, whatever the need is, the knowledge of trust and faith becomes something different when you live it right. and you don't just know it. And um, that's what the Lord gave me personally almost 26 years ago um, with our daughter, Sarah, um, born and um, a few weeks into her life, I knew she didn't have the strength that she needed and was not physically doing what she needed to do. Uh, so took her to the hospital and had MRIs and scans and different things done and was determined that um, part of her brain did not fully develop. And so my life that I knew that I trusted God and I had faith in God came crashing down around me. That's not a path I would have picked. This is not the path I would have chosen because of of the pain and the sorrow and the questioning and the doubts and the fear and the uncertainty and and all all of those negatives that it had when you're thrust in that position. And at that point, you just have to decide, I can trust God because it is only with God and by God that we can overcome and do anything, or you can be angry at God and turn away from God and walk away from God who cares for you like you read in the beginning, who loves us, who joys over us, who died for us. Um, And so I've learned on on my journey um, through the Lord himself helping me in that secret place, in my quiet time with him, in that alone time with God, Um, speaking to me through a former pastor that I had where God himself has said, I have placed you on this journey. Wow. I am aware of you. Yes. So whenever I feel overwhelmed, whenever I feel a a fear or a lack of inability as the mother and, and I can't straighten her little back and I can't help her when she's in pain and I can only physically do so much, it is then that I go back to that promise that God gave me and to all the promises of his word that he sees us, he cares for us. We're not alone in this journey. He placed me on this journey 26 years ago. Um, I say it's our story for his glory. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever light and love we can share with our testimony to help and encourage others, that is his plan. That is his purpose all along. He positioned us on this path and it's through that resistance that we, I have learned to find him in alone time in prayer. It's through that resistance. It's through the pain. It's through the hurt, the struggles, just like the butterfly. It's through the struggle that my wings of faith have been strengthened, that I depend on God. And even though it's rough coming out of that cocoon, even though that bow might be taut and that resistance is hard, when that arrow flies with the Lord, it always hits target. And He always gives the strength that I need. Um, joy amazing. comes in the morning, you know. Right, um, right. 
so some people say, well, when's the morning? How can you do what you do every day and still smile and still be an encouragement and still be a light? And in and of myself, I can't. We can't. Right. It's right. only in His Word, through prayer, through His presence, through His Spirit, through the strength that He gives us in our weakness. It's not my strength. It is His strength in my weakness. So when we find ourselves placed on a path that we wouldn't choose ourselves, that's when we need to stop and pray and say, okay, God, help me, give me discernment. Let me see what I need to pick up along this journey. Mm-hmm. And we pick up growth and we pick up strength and we pick up faith and, and joy where others would see sorrow. So embrace what we face and let God strengthen you and lead you on this journey. Trust Him. If He has led you to it, trust Him to be with you when you go through it. Right. It's amazing that, um, you know, in the process, of course, we have to have faith because we can't see the end from the beginning. Right. You know, the, the best thing I can hang on to when I go through things like this is just the knowledge, and I made up my mind, that God loves me. Right. That he wants the best end for me. Yeah. And so I've just got to trust him and blindly, you know, sometimes it's blind faith. Absolutely. And you just go through it. But then on the other side, when you come out on the end of it, you start to recognize all the little details and all the things he's provided in his word and, right. you know, how he set the whole thing up. Yeah. You know, it's great. Right. You it's see wonderful. his hand in it. Yes. And you see his love, you know, toward us. Absolutely. It. It, it's amazing. He'll put um, the right people in your path to yes. speak life to you. And, and that's a very important thing. Surround yourself with people that speak life and they don't bring question and doubt and fear, but they speak life and they pray right. for you and, and with you. And that's a, and as, as an as a side note, <laughs> um, that's a, another valuable uh, thing, aspect of being part of a local congregation. Right. You know, you surround yourself with faithful people that will pray for you and with you and encourage you and speak words into you. And, yeah. Uh, it, it's a wonderful Strength thing. Strength and unity. God's way he put everything together in this walk is just amazing how it, how it works for me. Um, John 16, verse 33 says, Jesus said... These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, yes. but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So Jesus didn't just come down and say, okay, I'm going to make it heaven on earth for you. No, he said, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have things you go through. I mean, uh, today in our adult Sunday school lesson, um, Dustin uh, talked with us, and he mentioned the um, story of Stephen. Yes, and he says, I, "I feel sorry for that guy. The poor guy he preached one message and they stoned him. You know, right. and it's like what? You know, this is so unfair. But, but no, you know that God's glory shone on him, and he made an indelible mark on a young man whose name was Saul, who later became Paul the Apostle, who later you know wrote a majority of the New Testament. Yes, it's, it's amazing. You know, God's God's plan. He always has mm-hmm. a plan. He always has the detail and." Uh, just the fact that he loves us, you know, right. he wants us to succeed. Um, so for strength, for growth, that's why we go through these things. Um, just like the physical, our phys- our spiritual strength and faith grows through exercising it. Yes. You know, just like that little uh, caterpillar in the cocoon. Yeah. He's got to have the exercise. Romans 8, uh, verse 28, a uh, very popular scripture. Everybody could probably quote it. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. 
uh, James 1, 2 through 4, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, you know, going through that process, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Um, it's all about, you know, our strength and our growth. Uh, we, it grows through exercising it, just right. like when I was in, you know, basic training. You know, they, <laughs> we pushed up, you know, every day, and um, I got stronger than I had ever been before in my life. Um, it's just amazing. God's God's way. Um, and also another thing in our trials, when we do go through these things, it gives us a testimony. Right. You know, I've heard that, um, phrase, our test becomes a testimony. Yes. And we can share that with others. We can help build their faith. Uh, one marvelous thing that happened to me actually too, and I'll read it through here, try to get through this real quick. But in the second grade, which would uh, think I'd been around 1973, I don't know, I'm the same age as you, so <laughs> your yes. memory's better than yeah. mine. I believe I came down with a bad case of rheumatic fever. It's uh, caused by a streptococcal infection. And the end result, uh, even in a child, are arthritic symptoms and heart valve damage, among other things. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was in the hospital for two weeks and on complete bed rest for the following three months. I had a tutor. I missed most of the second grade. Uh, I wasn't aware of the seriousness of it all the time. I was just a little kid. But a nurse was chewed out by a doctor for simply allowing me to sit upright in my hospital bed. Wow. It was that serious. Uh, the only thing I remember is being so tired of all the blood draws because, you know, back in those days they had big needles. Right. <laughs> it's like every day, you know, twice a day I was getting stuck. A little pin cushion. Um, yes. Anyway, the doctor said I'd probably be on penicillin for life to keep that infection down. He said there may be a chance I might get off of medication when I was 21, but I'd never mount to much physically. And uh, time just went on. Uh, at the time, I attended, uh, well, the church we attend now, an apostolic Pentecostal church, and much prayer was ha had for me in the name of Jesus Christ, anointing me with oil, just like it says in James 5.14. Right. And time went on. I grew up. Um, now, at age 15, I went back in the hospital for something unrelated. Uh, of course, the doctor checked my history, and uh, he ordered the EKGs, the blood tests. You know, you know, let's check up on this and see how things going, everything, just to be safe. I was still taking some of this penicillin at the time. I've been taking it all my life to keep the infection down. But when all the tests came back, he could find no evidence of the previous heart murmur. Wow. All tests were clear, and he took me off the medication. Praise God. Look at God. Amen. And then since then, now, you know, the doctor still was like, you know, you got to take it easy. You can't strain yourself. But since that time, I've passed physicals for the United States Army, the DOT for my trucking job. Yes. And the FAA medical when I got my pilot's license in 1999. Yes. You know, they, you can't imagine anyone being more picky about a heart condition than the FAA. I've made it through three Army training courses. Um, they tried to run me to death, but I survived all that. I <laughs> uh, was certified fit to go to Desert Storm, and I made it through more than two decades of trucking. That's the power of what Jesus yes, named it. amen, me. right. Now, I told all you that to tell you this. <laughs> uh, back in the 1990s, a lady from a church in Jacks Creek, Tennessee, would come visit our church once in a while. At the time, I drove regular runs down in her area through Tennessee, so on a whim, or so I thought, I decided to stop, why, stop by for their midweek service. 
It just so happened they had enough room for me to park my semi. Okay. Uh, now, let me tell you, these folks worship down there. Uh, you're from the South, and you, you know some of this. You've probably seen plenty of this. At the start of the service, all the men and boys gathered around the altar on one side, all the ladies and girls on the other side, and they gave it all they had in worship. It was something I had never seen before. It was amazing. I saw a line of five boys aged around 6 to 12 years running the aisles in true worship. They weren't yeah. playing around. Right. They, they were giving it all they had. It was amazing. Something to experience. Later in the service, uh, the pastor picked me out as a new face right away and asked if I preached, sang, or whatever. You know, I'm just there to attend. Right. And where I would normally just give a quick popcorn testimony and sit down and get out of the way, uh, something moved me to go to the piano, which I'd never done at that time, Wow. Uh, play what little I could, which wasn't much, and sing a song that I had wrote called Little Things. And in explanation of the lyrics of that song, I gave the testimony I gave above, how God healed me of the heart rheumatic fever. Uh, we had a great service, and I drove the 200 miles back home. A few months later, I got another opportunity to visit that church at Jack's Creek. We had another good service, but this time, on my way out, I was stopped by a young couple that was holding a baby in their arms. They said, Brother Albert, do you remember the last time you were here and gave your testimony? And, of course, I said, sure. They said, our child here was born with a defect in the heart. Wow. And when we heard your testimony... We believed God for a miracle, and God healed that baby. How beautiful. Yes. Praise the Lord. That's beautiful. And that, uh, even now, you know, get emotional about it. Sure. Thank you, Jesus. What a blessing, you know, to know that he orchestrate, orchestrated all things together to use yes. my testimony and to create another healing and another testimony yes. and grow our faith. You know, that's how God works. Absolutely. The you word know. says we're overcomers by the word of our testimony. Yes, Yes. And like you said, it doesn't only strengthen us, but gave f life and hope and faith into that couple for them to believe for their child. Yeah. And God, and I pray someday that child and the parents will have a testimony and yes. they'll help someone else. And it just yes. keeps going and keeps going. That's a wonderful thing. Wonderful how God orchestrates everything. He loves us so much. Yes, and positions us, his plan. You know, like you said, it wasn't happenstance that you were there at that time. Yeah. Um, your your character, your <laughs> right? Yeah, you could park your semi, yeah. and with your character, it's kind of out of your comfort zone, I would think, very to go much. to a piano at a <laughs> visiting <laughs> church. Very much. Very. You much. know, and so for the Lord to put that on you, and then to give you the the courage and your obedience to do that. What if? you hadn't obeyed that nudge. And what if you had just given that popcorn right. testimony and sat yeah. back down? That young couple would not have had maybe their faith if they needed to believe for their child. Wow. That one act of obedience, how powerful is obedience, not just for ourselves, but for all we come in contact with. Your obedience and thing. your testimony yes. led to them having their faith encouraged and God using you and your testimony as a light to them and speak to them and healed healed their child wow. through obedience. So God when so we good. get that little nudge, trust God. Trust God that he's going to give you the strength to do what he's wanting you to do. Amen. That's beautiful. Yes, I love, like you said in the beginning, how you can turn and look back and see the hand of God and placement and people at the right time and right place. And, um, you know, it's not coincidence. It's, it's 
It's the hand of God, and it's Him positioning and placing us when we allow Him to, when we're yielded to Him, Mm -hmm. we surrender to Him, and when we wake up and say, Lord, let me be a light for you today. Use me today. And then when an opportunity comes, like you, have that obedience and have the willingness to trust Him and step out and share our testimony, speak life to someone. This world is sick and hurting. We have the truth. We have the light and the life living within us. We must share and get it out and encourage this world that there is a God, the God, who loves you, who thought you were dying for. And a whole body of believers I know in in here and in our church and so many others that are willing to pray for you and with you and support you and help you. You're not walking alone. Yes, yes, it's a wonderful thing. It's amazing, you know. The more you think about it, the more you know how God is, orchestrates everything. How He His plan, His ways. Yes, they are perfect. You know, they are perfect. higher than our ways, like <laughs> yes. the words that we don't understand them. Yeah. So much Beautiful. hinges on our faith and our trust and just believing that he loves us and that he's for us. Yes. You know, it's it's a wonderful thing. It just gets better and better. And I'm glad I'm sharing this path with you. <laughs> Me too, babe. <laughs> so any final thoughts on, you know, any of this? Uh, I'm I'm overly thrilled that you joined me today. I hope to have you again um, yes, some future I, podcasts. And, absolutely. Uh, I love it. I'm thankful to to be traveling with you yes. uh, on this podcast today and in, in our life as as well. And just um, I just would encourage people to, like I said, um, seek the Lord because our help truly does come from Him. Um, yes. Our strength comes from Him in and of ourselves, in in my own might and my own power. Um, you know, we're capable of doing some things. You know, we can learn, we can we can read, we can study. Um, but there comes a place where we can only do so much as people, as a mother, as a friend. We can offer advice, we can pray with people, but we can only do so much. And then there comes that time where we just step back and say, God. Here, that's what I had to do with Sarah. Right. Medically, when you're not given a diagnosis and you're not given a life expectancy and they say, take your child home and love her, we don't know how long you're going to have her. Thank God it's 26 years later and we still yes. love her and have her. Um, and she has a ministry too. Even absolutely. She yeah, she, uh, she prays in the, a little joy and opens doors for us to share testimony and um, be, be a light and never meets a stranger. And, you know, she's just a little angel light from Mm -hmm. heaven for sure, as well as a little sassy self that the Lord made (laughs) her that way. Uh It's kind of like, yeah. I think that's a bit genetics. Yes. But, um, you know, just um, seek. It has to be with with God. We can't do it in and of ourselves. Yes. Everything we have, we, we have to do it with him. I don't know why people would choose to live their life without the Lord. Church is going to fail. Men's going to fail. We, we're all human. We're all flesh. We're all going to fail and hurt each other. Right. And, and, and God never will. He is faithful. He is so good. And even in the hard times, it's in those hard times where, we, like I said, we need to run to God, not away from God. Yes. Um, so just be encouraged. And if you feel alone, there's a, a lot of aloneness and depression in the world. Know that you are not alone. Reach out, contact your local church, whatever area, whatever state you're listening in. Find an apostolic church. Find a a church just to reach out to for for prayer and um, ask for help and see that the Lord's hand is, he's always there. And just know you're not alone wherever you are. 
every tear God sees. Yes. Every cry He hears, even when we can't speak it, our heart. He sees you. He knows where you are. He is aware of you. Like He told me that day 26 years ago, I am aware of you. I have placed you on this journey. Trust me. And to me, that's the bottom line. I can trust Him. Yes. And have joy even in the hard days, knowing He is in control. Amen. Amen. Well, let's end on a word of prayer for all the travelers out there. I know the road can be a crazy place, both in life and on the physical road. Absolutely. Um, we uh, thank everybody for joining us today. This has been great. And thank you for. Yeah, thanks for letting me be a part of your well, of course, podcast. Anytime. It's awesome. <laughs> you have the open invitation. So let's pray. Lord thank Jesus, you, Jesus, thank you, God, for your for word. Thank you for every promise in your word, God. Lord, thank you, Lord, for the overcoming power that we have through your name and through your blood that you shed so freely for us, God. Lord, we just pray your hand of protection and a shield around everyone, Lord, that is listening under the sound of our voice, God. Lord, that those that are traveling, God, this walk, God, that they truly feel you, God, that they know they are not alone, that you are with us, that you are aware, that you are near to us, God, that you are as close as the mention of your name. Use us, Lord, for your glory, God. Help us, God, to share your love and your light. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us on the Truth Traveler podcast. Any comments or questions, you can write us at truthtraveler1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at the Truth Traveler podcast. And until next time, this is Brother Albert saying stay safe on the road.